Welcome to The Think Podcast, the show that tackles impossible questions from a biblical perspective with your host, Joel Sedeckes. And now, get ready to think. All right. Well, welcome to The Think Podcast with Joel Sedeckes. I just want to give you a brief introduction today to the concept of apologetics. But let me start with the question. Have you ever doubted your Christian faith? I'm assuming that you are a Christian. If you're not yet a Christian, stay tuned to this channel. There's a lot of videos that will present the Christian message in what I believe is a rather compelling way. But if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, have you ever doubted your faith in Christ? Have you ever doubted the whole thing, the whole enchilada? Have you ever wondered if the whole thing wasn't true? You know, Christians are supposed to believe that the Bible is true, that Jesus is Lord, that he died on the cross for our sins, rose again, and now reigns from heaven. What about you? Have you ever doubted any aspect of the biblical worldview? Or maybe the historical Adam and Eve, or Noah's flood, or the fact that a donkey talked? We've got videos on this channel that address those issues. But I'm curious to know whether or not you've ever had any doubts about Christianity about the Christian message? If so, go ahead and drop a comment in the comment section below this video, or if you're listening later on, on the podcast, shoot me an email at thethink.institute at gmail.com. I'd like to know what you doubted. As for me, when I was 15, I had what you might call a crisis of faith, namely over one doctrine. Uh, that is the doctrine that God wanted us to worship him. After all, Here's what I reason. If I wanted everyone to worship me, I would be considered an egomaniac. Maybe you've felt the same. Why is it okay for God to want us to worship him when we shouldn't want people to worship us? And yet, God does tell us to worship him. And for some reason, I thought as a 15-year-old, that's okay. Does this actually make God unworthy of worship? These are questions that vexed me and threatened to shake my faith literally to its very foundation. Could I follow a God that I couldn't worship? Certainly not. Part of what it means to follow God is to worship God. So now pause here and think about this. How would you have answered me as a 15-year-old? How would you have answered 15-year-old Joel? Well, as it happens, I found the answer to my faith crisis at McDonald's. What I did was I rode my bike over to McDonald's. I was 15, couldn't drive yet. And I got some piping hot, delicious McDonald's fries. And I, I sat down inside McDonald's. Remember, this was when you could still go into restaurants. And I sat down and I opened up my Bible and I started thumbing through and I, I started thinking about what I knew to be true about God. And I thought of all the scripture passages in which God commands our worship, but also those scripture passages that tell about who God is and what he's done. Questions or uh, passages like John 3.16 that say that God loved the world in this way, that he sent his only begotten son, his one-of-a-kind son, to save us so that we might not perish, but that we might be saved through him. And my mind began wandering back to a recent youth group night at Wheaton Free Church, where my youth pastor, John Foster, had taught us this astonishing fact. There was more historical evidence for the fact that Jesus Christ lived, died on the cross for our sins, and rose again than there was that Julius Caesar even ever existed. 
And as, as I thought about this, something struck me, like it hit me like a ton of bricks. Any God who would die on the cross for a sinner like me, and I knew I was a sinner even at 15. I, I knew very well that I was a sinner. Any God that would do that was certainly worthy of my worship. Even if I didn't understand exactly why God wanted me to worship him, I knew that he was at least worthy of my worship. So what happened was historical apologetics, facts about history and the truth of history, really rooted in textual criticism and um, historical evidentialism, solidified my faith for me as a 15-year-old to the extent where I, I knew that I didn't know everything, but I knew that I knew enough to know that God was worthy of my worship. So crisis averted. Now, since the age of 15, as you would hope would be true, I've grown in my faith. I now understand that even historical apologetics at all, historical evidence at all, presupposes God's existence. So while today I wouldn't reason the same way, at least uh, not when dealing with an unbeliever, I am very grateful for the apologetic lesson that I got as a 15-year-old sitting in my youth group. So let's let's talk about what apologetics is before we get into different kinds of apologetics or um, historical apologetics, evidential apologetics versus what I now practice, which is presuppositionalism. Let's just give a brief definition to what apologetics is. Now, John Frame is a scholar. He's a theologian and um, an apologist, and he defines apologetics like this. Actually, he defines it in two ways. He calls apologetics the theological discipline that defends the truth of the Christian message. Elsewhere, he defines apologetics as the application of Scripture to unbelief. Now, when I practice apologetics, I want to do it in a way that's going to be convincing, compelling, in a way that's um, going to express the urgency of the Christian message. And so what I, what I do is I define apologetics this way. Apologetics is the application of biblical truth to unbelieving thought in a compelling way. Apologetics is the application of biblical truth to unbelieving thought in a compelling way. So that's apologetics. When we're talking about apologetics, we're talking about a discipline that gets its name from the Greek word apologia, which means a reasoned defense. And if you're interested in more information on this, you can tune into my podcast that I do with Cy Ten Brigenkate called Answer Anyone. And you can listen to that on our YouTube channel, the Think Institute YouTube channel, or on the Think Institute network, which is where we have all of our podcasts. And you can get that by simply going to tinyurl.com slash think network. That, that's what it is. Tinyurl.com slash think network. And you can get all of our podcast episodes there, including Answer Anyone with Saiten Bruggenkate. So that is what apologetics is. That's where it comes from. And um, that's really about all I have for you right now. So I hope this was helpful. Remember, this was uh, just a short pit stop along the way of your spiritual journey. This is not goodbye. And until next time, I hope it made you think.